Welcome to another episode of Nigeria Daily. I am Mardia Umar. Thanks for joining. News making the rounds in Nigeria and sparking a lot of reactions in the country is the federal government setting in motion the process of valuation and sale of properties belonging to the former Minister of Petroleum Resources, Tiesani Alison Madweke, which were forfeited to the authorities. The former oil minister's recovered items were listed and there are 125 pieces of wedding gowns, 41 pieces of waist trainers, 73 pieces of hard flower, 11 suits, 11 pieces of invisible bra, 73 veils, 30 bras or braziers as you might call it, 2 pieces of standing fan, 17 pieces of magic skirts, six pockets of blankets, one table blanket, and 64 pairs of shoes, plus ordered landed properties in different locations. How are Nigerians reacting to this development and what do they think the money made from the auction be used for? I will say that the auction is a good move. Kudos to the government. And we really wish that the proceeds that will be got from the auction will be put into good use. About the bras, the braziers, and the waste trainers. I think we we try to avoid the, 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 the joke part of it. It's nothing special for as long as the items are auctionable. And you can just imagine from the amount of money looted that those bras will really, really be expensive ones. So we've been hearing from foreign countries like UK and US auctioning of Michael Jackson gloves, auctioning of wristwatches, auctioning of shoelaces, auctioning of football shin guards. So bras, brazier, and waist pain, waist trainer should not be and should not be funny to us at all. It, it's, it's a good move also. But in investing the money, I think education and infrastructure. It will make a real sense if all these uh, aspects of governance that are lacking are really, really supported with all this looted money. On Desiani Alisimadweke's uh, recovery loot, I believe the government could use the money that has been recovered so far to help the masses who I want to believe are hungry because there has been a rising increase in food price. Essential commodities continue to go on the increase. People cannot be productive when they have to worry about all of this. Someone who is earning a particular amount of money cannot actually get some services and there is no way that such people could be productive. So in my own uh, little understanding, I want to believe that the government can help in cushioning the effect of these prices, helping the farmers, helping those who transport the farm produce from the farm, securing people who are on this line, on this chain, people who help in um, transporting and uh, to the store and the, the whole of the, uh, of the chain so that um, this price it don't continue to go on the increase and uh, I think um, for me for now that is uh, what I believe uh, I would love the government to use the money for food security I am in total support of the decision uh, decision of the federal government to auction her properties uh, it's, it's, it's a good idea I would hope to see more of this in the future um, for the monies gotten from the sales of the properties uh, well I hope they channel 
the money into uh, useful projects, uh, probably into human capital development or uh, any other program that will benefit the mass. I just hope they use the money wisely and, uh, and at the end they should be able to give uh, account on how they actually spent the money. Over time, we've been having a very uh, accountable government, but we hope to see this. Uh, we hope to see this begin with the present government, especially um, following the sales of her properties. Uh, we intend to see them give us um, proper accounts of how the monies from the sales of our properties uh, are being managed or were, were being managed. Uh, we hope to, to have um, a clearer information on the usage of the monies gotten from the sales of our properties. Those were the reactions of some Nigerians to the news that the government is auctioning some items belonging to the former Minister of Petroleum Resources, Dizani. Alison Madweke. You're still listening to Nigeria Daily. At this point, we'll go for a break, but be rest assured that we will be back. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back and thank you for staying with us. This is Nigeria Daily, a production from Daily Trust. And on today's episode of Nigeria Daily, we're talking about the news making the rounds in Nigeria, which has sparked a lot of reactions. It is about the former Minister of Petroleum Resources and the auctioning of some of her property. Last week, the federal government started the process of screening 613 independent valuers expected to manage the sale of the assets alleged to have been illegally acquired, which have now been permanently forfeited to it in about 25 locations throughout the country. How did this all start? And is the auction the right step to take by the government? I put this question to legal practitioners Mr. Muhammad Maruf Yakasei and Mr. Usman Tochuku. Uh, the background of the case, Dizani Alisa Madweke is the former uh, Minister of Petroleum uh, during the era of President Jonathan from 2011 to 2015. She was the Minister of Petroleum at that moment. And uh, after the government has almost come to an end, she left the country or uh, UK. She's in London up to the moment. Hmm. All these are allegations yes. until proven by a competent court of jurisdiction yes. in Nigeria yes. that yes. she's guilty. Yes. So what about this auction? Are they doing the right thing? This auction is illegal. Why it's so? It's contrary to the provisions of the law. Hmm. Because the provisions of the EFCC Act gave the act the power to go to court and apply for an interim order of attachment, interim order of uh, forfeiture, then final order of forfeiture. An interim order of forfeiture can only be obtained when a person has been arraigned on a charge before a court of law. There are deliberate decisions to that effect. Now, the position of this case is that Jay Zani, as at the moment, 
is in London, an extradition proceeding has been commenced, but it has not been completed. Therefore, she has not been brought before any court in Nigeria. She has not been arraigned before any court. Mm. So I'm surprised as to how the government went to court, obtain a final order of forfeiture. You can't obtain a final order of forfeiture without a trial. Mm. There must be a trial. The person has to be tried and the allegation has to be established. And up till now, Desani, the allegation against her has not been established. She has not even been investigated. But it all started with her, the forfeiture of her jewelries. Yes, uh, some... even that forfeiture, mm. even that forfeiture. You, they can make obtain an interim order of attachment to conduct investigation. Mm. But an interim order of forfeiture can only be obtained after she has been arraigned before a court of law and she has not been arraigned before any court. Could it be that these actions are being taken because she's been tried outside the country? The trial outside the country has stopped. It has started, but it has stopped. Probably because the offense has been committed in Nigeria and the British court realized that it doesn't have jurisdiction to try her over there. She didn't commit any offense in the Britain, in the UK. She committed the offense in Nigeria. Therefore, there can't be any procedure and conviction in London and then they'll come to Nigeria and start forfeiting her properties. It can't be done. That was why the federal government initiated the process of extradition so that she can be brought and arraigned before a Nigerian court, tried on a charge, filed against her. There is no charge against her up to now. There's no formal charge against her. There was no trial. It is a different thing if the trial has come in and she escaped. The okay. law says that if she escaped after the commencement of trial, hmm. she can be tried. Hmm. She can be convicted in absentia. Even in that regard, where a person is convicted, in absentia and sentence. On, when, whenever the authorities got him, they have to bring him before the court to affirm the sentence. So in my little knowledge of the law, I know somebody yes. is presumed innocent until the person proven is proven guilty. Proven yes. guilty. So yes. uh, right now, uh, the government is acting on allegations. Am I yes, correct? Exactly. Yes. So therefore, therefore, the allegations against Desani are just allegations. She, she is presumed innocent as far as the provision of the 1999 constitution is concerned and that provision cannot be jettisoned for any reason. No. The government cannot go around it. You see, the problem with impunity is this. If you do it to another person, you have opened a canker worm of impunities. Does that mean that um, this could have been done differently? Now the auction is sure. ongoing. So many companies have been uh, contacted for mm. this auction to be uh, done. So yes. if this auction eventually happens, mm. What have the government done? What does that this mean? Is what is mean that is that if anybody that acquired anything through this process has acquired the thing illegally, it is your duty as an auctioneer or a buyer of any property or any item to investigate and find out how that item is, hmm. whether it is legal or illegal, whether the process you are embarking upon is legal or illegal. So if you do it, you are quite at your, it is at your own risk. That is why at times we keep blaming the system, you know, there's a change of government and the government because maybe the PDP, they are linked to uh, Alice Maduke, because she was a former PDP, therefore uh, the, the court has released her things. That is not true. The problem is we used to leave the due process of law and follow our wills and caprices. Hmm. That is a problem we need to take care of in this country. That is it. All right. Thank you so mm. much. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. I, I think we should take it from the point of um, where the trial started. Hmm. I could remember before the Honorable Minister, the former Honorable Minister left the country, she um, they had commenced her trial until when they got... Um, when they got... Um, they called 
to allow her to travel for medical purposes. And that was where the uh, her child was postponed, uh, and she traveled for medical purposes, and she could not come back up till today. And um, I know effort has been made by the Office of the Attorney General to extradite her back to the country so that she can face her trial. But you see, when it has to deal with the issue of suspected properties that was gotten from an illegal means or through public treasury, the court usually gives some certain amount of time for the claimant to come and lay claim with facts and evidence that the property was not gotten from illegal means. And as much as I know, the former honorable minister has not been able to do that. And a time frame was given for her to come and defend her property and prove that the property was not gotten from public treasury or through illegal means. And once that period was expired, then it was left for the government to take a position on such property. And that is what had happened. So if you are looking at this from the eyes of the law, looking at the instances I've given you and what I've said on this matter, it is correct to say that the federal government was right since she has been given an opportunity to come and defend her property and she was not there. Hmm. It is correct for federal government to auction it. Those were the voices of the legal practitioners. Earlier, we listened to the voice of Mr. Muhammad Yakasei and then the voice of Mr. Usman Tochuku. Both are legal practitioners. A lot of money is going to be realized from the auction of these items. How should the government utilize the funds? Dr. Muhammad Bashir Baba is a current affairs analyst. He speaks with Bilikiso Ahmed on this. Well, the government has said that it will auction. Mm. Uh, our only complaint now is uh, what will be done with the process if eventually the auction was made. Mm. So uh, the problem is auctions were being made a long time ago. This, this will not be the beginning. And sadly, Nigerians have not been seeing what, what is being done with the recovered monies. Mm. In the case of uh, the stolen goods changing hands, that's all. What should the money gotten from the auction be used for? What do you the think should be done to do, with it? The, the ideal thing to do is to commit uh, the amount, whatever amount is recovered, to public uh, benefits. Uh, if such monies are recovered, I think government wouldn't have, have any need to go borrowing. Right now, government is going cash in hand, going all, all over the place, trying to borrow money mm-hmm. in the name of uh, doing good or doing good work for establishing infrastructure for the people. But we have not been seeing that mm-hmm. with the previous amounts being recovered from stolen hands. It is so sad. Okay. So, sir, as a media analyst and a social analyst, what do you think is the cause of this? Why do leaders steal a lot of money or loot a lot of money that they are not going to use? It is sheer madness. That's why I've been suggesting that uh, maybe we have to get back to uh, the suggestion made by Farida Waziri, former head of the EFCC. Mm. I've heard her one time saying that, uh, or suggesting that, all politicians aspiring for offices or by either elections or appointment mm. should be taken to psychiatrists to examine their heads. Mm. I think it is a very good suggestion. Mm. Otherwise, only a madman will do will, will steal this kind of money. Money that he doesn't even need in life. That was Dr. Muhammad Bashir Baba, an analyst. I wish I could continue, but we can't because we are out of time. Thank you so much for being a part of the program. And this earns the Nigeria Daily edition for today. 
thank you once again. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we want to say thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and remember that it is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episode on dailytrust.com and on buzzsprout.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, Google Podcasts and TuneIn Radio. Remember, you can listen to Nigeria Daily on NAS FM 89.9 Yola. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at Daily underscore Trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. Better still, you can also send us a WhatsApp message via 091-3893-3390. Thank you for listening and bye for now. I am Martia Umar.